Welcome to the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast, where spiritual directors respond to your questions about all things related to connecting with God on our individual and communal journeys. I'm Samuel Ogles. And I'm Kimberly Pelletier. And in episode eight, we are exploring the question, what are things in the Bible we should rethink? And if you would like to submit your question to the podcast, there is a link in the show notes and we would love to hear from you. So for this question, I, again, it's so hard to tell what the reader's um, thinking Mm -hmm. when they're not in front of you. Uh, Sorry, not what the reader, what the person submitting the question is thinking when they're not in front of you as a spiritual directee um, sitting with you and holding that space. But I read this question. I don't know if you did, but I read this question. What are things in the Bible we should rethink? Mm -hmm. And I immediately thought, actually, I, I think it's a different question. I think it's what are things... Uh, basically, what's the place of certainty and conversely, the evolution of mm. one's spiritual life or spiritual perspective? That's kind of how I heard it. And right. am I allowed to evolve or should I be mm-hmm. evolving? Um, and then there's that word should, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. the question. But I, what, what was your take yeah. on that? Well, what are the things? Yeah, because that's it's, it's a little two different angles there because one is what are the things we should be rethinking, which is very theological in, in, in one sense. And then, you know, what are the ways, what if my spiritual life is evolving? And that's very experienced. Not that it doesn't involve theology, but it has, it has this more intimate tone. Because um, yes. whether we, I mean, people all over the spectrum, even the, the directees that I see are going to be all over the place as far as, the things that are being rethought about scripture right now, mm-hmm. and if they think that's a good idea or a bad idea, you know, I mean, that's just how it is. People yeah. are all over on their theological, um, on the theological map, and that's that's fine. Mm. Um, but what's the place of evolution in my own spiritual life, and should it be happening? And why I think too, from listening to people and both my directees and my friends and myself, what if it is evolving, and mm. what does that mean, and is that okay? Mm-hmm. And and what do I do with that? Because mm. um, I do hear some of that in this question too. And again, we don't have a person sitting here telling us, and so we can't ask them. Um, mm. But I, it can be a, a little bit veiled for what if I'm rethinking? What if something's evolving in me in the way I connect with God, or something that's different from the faith I was given or grew up with? Yeah. And is that okay? Am I okay? Yeah. There's something beneath that that I hear. Yeah, I'm tracking with you. Mm-hmm. And so you you have more experience than I do as a spiritual mm-hmm. director, but to me it seems like there are a lot of people coming to spiritual direction, <laughs> direction because of this, because their yes. faith is changing or the spirituality is evolving. Is that yeah. fair to yeah. say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would definitely say so. And do I fit in my church? Is it okay if I'm like this and I'm in my church? And uh, what does that mean? I mean, what what do I do? And mm-hmm. am I am I okay? I yeah. say that it's interesting that that question came out of my mouth just again because it wasn't one I was thinking about when I saw this question. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's something in there. Am I okay? Is God still okay with me? I don't know if my church, if I was really honest, is okay with me. And mm-hmm. um, and it can just be in spiritual practice. I mean, I I love to walk a labyrinth, for example. There are people that uh, I am around on, on occasion. 
um, that think that is just kind of voodoo, mm. right? I mean, it's on the edge of, well, I know you believe in Jesus, so I'm just going to let that go. But I think you're just kind of on the edge of Christian spirituality, and I'm just mm-hmm. a little bit concerned for your soul, but I'm going to let it be. Yeah, You know, like I feel that. And it, we kind of have to talk around that, and they'll, they'll be exploratory questions from them. So how does that help you connect with God? You know, and so there's this spectrum of, of things as far as my, my meaning, anyone's spiritual life and the evolution of it, or what can change and what can I do? How far can I go? What can I adopt or what is not okay? And then there's the theology of it, I mean, mm-hmm. which is just hot topics all over culture. I mean, if we're going to talk about refugees and sexuality and women mm-hmm. in ministry, I mean, you you pick your hot topic button. Mm-hmm. So really, we could be talking about either of those things, but within a spiritual directing context, mm-hmm. we're probably talking about one's personal faith and how it's evolving. It may have some particulars in that, a woman who wants to be in a, in a place of authority, you know, or yeah. uh, someone who's exploring their sexuality or someone who's in a place that doesn't advocate for um, justice like they feel like their community should be. You know, so mm-hmm. those can be a particular, those hot-button issues can come into one's faith for sure. That's a huge part of it. But mm-hmm. I do hear this, do I fit? Am I okay? Is God okay with me? What do I do if it feels foggy or different or dark or something's evolving or I understand scripture differently now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I think it really goes back to, I, I think most people, you know, Richard Rohr says most people in the first half of life are doing what he calls first half of life things. They're building a container right. that, right. They're building up um, ego. They're building up certainty. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking for answers and finding them and adhering to them. And he says, that's good. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the way it should be. You have to actually give children rules mm-hmm. first, and then later on they can explore how those rules are, you know, how do I really have to go to bed before nine every night? You <laughs> <Right>. know, <laughs> something like that. Right. Um, but I think I hear that element in this question too, um, mm-hmm. sort of the, sub, the subcontext being, you know, I've, I've established a faith mm-hmm. along the way, and now it's looking like it might not be what I thought it was yeah. or it's changing. Um, or in this question, you know, should should my faith be changing in in some way? Mm-hmm. Um, and you touched on the spiritual life as being sort of experiential. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that happens a lot for people. Experience butts up against theology, and it's right. not that um, it's not that experience always has to trump theology per se. Right. But we also have to recognize how much theology is informed by experience, <laughs> right? And in the Christian tradition, very Western yes. um, white male experience, yes. So, um, so there's that whole element, yeah. too, I think, um, to people's stories. And so first half of life, kind of um, building certainty, building a foundation you can stand on, and then maybe second half of life, kind of exploring beyond that and exploring what are, um, what are healthy ways of viewing that. And then mm-hmm. are, there, are there unhealthy ways of viewing perhaps once healthy things, right? Mm-hmm. Have they become something else mm-hmm. for you? Um, can you say more about that? Yeah, so I think, you know, I'll I'll speak to my own story, but I yeah. think there was um I became Catholic in college and I grew up in a very low church tradition and so one thing I loved was the holistic certainty mm. of Catholicism. I think the beauty of that conversion experience was finding a a truly holistic worldview and and mm. faith um that was wonderful and beautiful and rich in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But then the down the shadow side of that for me 
was attaching to the idea that I could have answers for everything and mm. that all, everything had been worked out. And right. if I ever had a question, I just had to go to the catechism and look it up. And yeah. that was it. Um, end of story. And if right. anyone I knew was struggling with something, I just had to go to the catechism and tell them what's what, you know, <laughs> right. that, right. Kind of, that kind of an idea. But eventually your own experiences, I mean, I think of regardless of what you, how you feel about um, an issue of sexuality, like homosexuality, I yeah. mean, it's very common for people to be against that and then to know someone who is gay and for that to somehow influence and affect their theology, mm-hmm. whether it changes it or, or just kind of opens a, a space of uncertainty or not mm-hmm. knowing or being able to hold two yeah. together. Um, yeah. So I, I think, I think experience often um, makes us a little, I think spiritual direction can help us become more comfortable with some of those questions and living yeah. with questions. Whereas first half of life is all about kind of getting the answers and, yeah. So I mean that's that's my take, but yeah. Um, what are you seeing? Yeah, I mean I would agree pretty wholeheartedly with all of that. And then I think that question in there, yeah, that word, should we rethink them? Um, again, like we've talked about in other episodes and touched a little bit here, you know, some of that motivation. What should I? If, is there some driving ego need? Mm. I should I be rethinking something? Am I missing something? You know, what am something in in a context. When I'm sitting one-on-one with somebody, someone, we're going to talk about the motivation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, what's happening? Do you feel like you need to be? Or are you already? And do you need some space for that? Right? Mm-hmm. And, and so we're going to go at that from the angle of what's needed in that moment. What is this person needing? Mm-hmm. Um, do you need to know if, if God's okay that you are? Like, what do you need to know? Yes. What's happening? What's the rumbling underneath here? Yeah, what's the um, longing in your heart right, right now? Right, because the Spirit is stirring. I mean, just for someone to walk into a mm-hmm. spiritual direction session, right, and mm-hmm. go, I want, to, I want to kind of wrestle, even if it's I need to wrestle something through with God or myself, this is the work of the Spirit. And it's, I think spiritual direction is probably a lot messier than people think it is, mm. as far as it's not like church where there's a little, it's, it can be a little more buttoned up, it's, you know, sermons or, or whatever. Um, and in spiritual direction, there is that space. There's a lot of space in it. Every session doesn't, and it's not like a sitcom, you know, like, oh, we right. kind of come to closure and then we're done and we'll come back. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's this ongoing unfolding and unfurling of, of spirituality, spiritual life experience, right? Yeah. Um, and, and theology that either unravels or tightens up or something. I mean, all of these things. Yeah can happen. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think Richard Rohr's um, framework has always has been very helpful for me, honestly, along the way. Yeah. The container that's necessary. I love that he calls it like the necessary work because everyone's got it. And I think um, allowing that space to rethink in, I don't know how we have this episode without talking a little bit about, you know, how do we rethink together? <laughs> mm. Right? Because we're going to be climbing out of that container, pushing up against that container in different times of our life, in different parts of our life. And it's going to be messy or um, it's going to, it's going to shake people a little bit when someone who's close to you comes to you and says, I'm questioning so many things and I don't even know where I land on this. And if we don't have some space in the church for that, um, Mm or have these conversations of how do we allow ourselves to rethink without freaking out on ourselves or each other. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think we're, we easily drive people away. Um, yes. And it's hard. It's, I've been writing about this recently. I'll just go on for a second. Um, about it almost being like a spiritual adolescence. And that can have a some sort of condescending tone, but I actually mean it in a really good way. Because I mean, in adolescence, there's this movement toward maturity um, that's happening, that this childhood was so necessary and so good. And now this this adolescence is like, I have to rethink, I've got a challenge, I have to hmm. individuate, hmm. right? And um, and there's been, there can be so many labels from the church on this. Oh, you're rebelling, you know, you're backsliding, hmm. you're, you know, whatever, all of these, you have, you know, doubting, all of these, you yeah. know, terrifying Heresy. words. What's that? Heresy. Heresy, yeah. right? Rather than like um, we could do with the, you know, with an adolescent, as we could be the healthy ones, we meaning like, I'm just saying if I'm the parent, mm-hmm. um, that give them some space and know that this is a necessary thing. Oh, I remember when I was there. I remember needing to individuate. I remember needing to ask hard questions and find out for myself and allowing there to be some exploration. And so I think part of the question, I mean, which I'm kind of bringing it there and this person didn't ask, but how do we allow rethinking to happen and still be community of faith? Yes, right? absolutely. So. Yeah, and and I think it's very telling that this question is, one of the most common, I think, in spiritual direction, mm-hmm. sort of like, what is it okay to rethink yeah. Yeah. and not be, and people come to spiritual direction with that often, I think, because it's one of the few safe, confidential mm-hmm. spaces that's open yeah. where people aren't going to face judgment. And we all know the reputation that the church has, but to your point, how do we become mm-hmm. a community of faith um, that is okay transforming together, that holds space yeah. for people to not be, right. um, so perfect or so buttoned up and to be in process. I mean, we're all, we're all in process on different things at different points. And yeah, um, yeah, that's really, really important for a community to do. I don't know that the Christian community will ever be perfect, Uh, right? right. but we need to do a lot better job of that for sure. I think we could leaps and bounds somehow. And I think I like how you said the in process that those who are holding that community of faith are almost like expanding the container. They're not, mm. um, not when I, and when I said maturity, I don't mean like, oh, now, now as, when you go through adolescence, you'll finally come back to where I'm at in maturity. It's more of, ah, now you're in process. I know what it's like to be in process. I'm in process too, still. Mm. So we need to, exp- you know, like, now we can hold this larger space and we're all in process together. So allowing those that need the container to hold the container hmm. and then allow those who need to start pushing against the container to push against that container and mm-hmm. crawl out and explore and um, that all of that is sacred space hmm. and that it all, um, it's all a becoming. And um, I think it has to do somewhat with trusting that the Holy Spirit is within us. Because as soon as we start labeling people as, you know, they're they're heretics or they're um, backsliding or they're rebelling, now there's this just this really deep shaming and questioning. I thought the Holy Spirit lived within me, and how do I listen to the Spirit now? And that's a whole nother mm-hmm. <laughs> episode or five, yeah. you know. And have um, I lost it? Have I lost something, yeah. right? I've lost something. There must be what's going on. Mm. Um, rather than acknowledging this is the work, I see the work of the Spirit in your questions there must be something that 
you're leading into. There's an invitation, something here. Mm-hmm. Let's explore that invitation. And I don't come knowing that invitation. Yes. I just come recognizing the signs that it's happening. Yes. Yeah. And that's, yeah. 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 And yeah, every, I, lo- I love the word invitation. Every sort of true desire mm-hmm. or good desire or deep desire that's authentic is, mm-hmm. is an invitation and it's speaking to something good. Yeah. Ken Wilber is a philosopher of religion. He has this, I think it's him, he has this line about no one can be 100% wrong all the time. And it's basically <laughs> the idea of like, even if you disagree mm-hmm. with someone's perspective, what is it true in their perspective that is causing them to react that way? You mm-hmm. know, so if, um, if you say, well, this is how we do church and they say, well, I have a real problem with that. You know, what is it within them? You yes. know, they feel left out or that's not, um, that doesn't speak to people like them or doesn't accommodate them. You know, yeah. what is it in them that's a true, a true desire, a true aspect of them that needs to be heard yeah. and um, made, created space for and, and helped kind of become part of the whole. Yeah. And validated. And validated. Right? Yes. I'm going to validate that. That's yeah. a legitimate feeling. A legitimate experience, mm-hmm. yeah, and be with them in that, and that really is part of the heart of spiritual direction, isn't it? Yes. I mean, we we create that space, and I don't come knowing, I don't know these invitations, but I can help recognize them, and I don't know what this evolution is like, going to look like for you, but I can hold space as it evolves, yes. and I, you know, and so, yeah, all of that, uh, yeah, that's really a lot yeah. of the heart, and getting under yeah. the surface level yeah. of. I agree with this or I don't agree with that yeah. into the deeper things of, okay, this is true. Right. Um, I know that this is true. I know it. I know it. Yeah. And so on. Yeah. Wow. I did not know we would go. I didn't either. Here, but I really, I really like how this, yeah. Yeah. This is going. And again. It evolved. Yeah. It evolved. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay to ask these questions? Um, yeah. And again, if any of you have another angle or a question or a response to anything we've said, um, you can submit a question in the show notes. There's a link there. Or you can um, respond to us, and we will respond back to you through our email at um, askaspiritualdirector at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you. Ask a Spiritual Director is a new podcast. If you are enjoying the episodes, we would really love your support. Head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating or you can subscribe and we will notify you every time we post a new episode.